let's talk about some struggles because everyone talks about, you know, how they're crushing it. So <clears throat> I'll tell you some struggles that I went through starting off and then you guys can share. Yes. So when I first started, right, didn't have a lot of capital. So I probably had, let's just say like 100K, 100K. But 100K in real estate is not going to get you super far. <laughs> As so, we've learned. Yeah, you learned. You think six <laughs> figures is a lot until you buy two houses and then you're like, damn, I need more money. Yeah. So um, I bought probably six houses, but I was only really counting the down payment. I wasn't like fully understanding how much money I needed for the renovations and the holding costs. <laughs> I thought I was going to be able to sell them a lot faster than I did. Mm-hmm. So there was times where literally I had like six flips and I had like 10K in the bank and I had to like not pay my contractors because I was like, dude, I just can't pay. Like I have to wait because if I pay you and they, you know, try to take money out of my bank account, I'm going to file bankruptcy. So I I would have projects paused. I would be like calling my current escrows like, are you guys good? Come on, please close. Like, what the hell? You need an extension? Oh, my God. Like, I'm literally I would wake up at the middle of the night and then look at my bank account and be like, damn. (laughs) And then like literally that's how it was my first year and a half, like just super tight on money, super stressed out. Like I didn't raise money. Um, I would partner with people. So I would be like, all right, you put up the money and we'll partner. But I never like got money from someone else and then did the transaction myself. Luckily, the people that I partnered with, they had crews, they had experience. So it took a lot of like the stress mm-hmm. and worry off of me because I had no money. <clears throat> Plus, I'm working with someone more experienced. But um, yeah, that was like my first year of like flipping houses right mm-hmm. there. <laughs> it sounds like our experience. Too. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much the exact same. Yeah. Yeah. So underestimating holding costs and, you know, the market's great, you know, it's going to sell so quick. And yeah. so, you know, you kind of um, fudge the numbers a little bit to yeah. make them, you know, work in your favor. Yeah. And and I, honestly, it 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 was really good. Like the, our spreads were pretty, pretty big, but the holding costs and like mm-hmm. the biggest thing was like the paying the hard money yeah. every month. Yeah. And just on the 10th of every month, you know, yeah. we had like... I think we had at one point like 15K, just the principal only payments. Yeah. And it's just like, how are we going to come up only. with this? Interest only. Yeah. yeah. What did I say? Principal, principal only. Yeah. Sorry, interest <laughs> only. So just like that and the 10th of every month. And so I know on the 9th and if it's not there, like we're going to get screwed. <laughs> yeah. We've had um, a lot of times where our account goes into the negative. Oh. And it's like you got to get it to positive by the end of the day. Or they start charging you fees and all that. Yeah. And it's happened a bunch of times. And you know, for for like somebody who's never owned a business before previously, yeah. and sure, we've been doing it for a couple of years, but as you start to go, I think we're kind of into the intermediate stage, mm-hmm. um, you know, trying to find our way into the advanced stage, but you, you run into new problems, like, you know, your bank account going negative all the yeah. time. Um, how, we've, how we got through it is um, we were able to, I have a lot of private investors who will invest in certain deals mm-hmm. um, and they'll even invest in, in like us and in the business, oh, um, okay. you know, and we tell them, Hey, like, it's going to be like a year until you see this again. And they're like, okay, you know, yeah. as long as I'm making, you know, they're making their interest on the back end. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, everybody still wins Yeah, and we're, we're doing the work right now, even though it's tough, like we're, we're still moving the business forward, you know, yeah. with the trainings, you know, getting better, making sure we lock up every single deal. 
finding the holes, plugging them. Yeah. And so we know we'll be a lot better, you know, down the line and uh, yeah. kind of a, a leap of faith, but that's what it is sometimes is a leap of faith. Yeah. hundred percent. That's why I, I posted last night. I was like, dude, right now we're in the middle of, we're in the middle or maybe in the third quarter of this real estate recession. Um, there's a lot of people struggling, a lot of people losing money on deals, a lot of people who are filing bankruptcy. Um, so you have to have faith. You have to understand that this is not going to last forever. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking 2024 will be back in like a good market. 2023, I think it's going to be like a stagnant market. They're going to continue to raise the interest rates and stuff like that. I don't think we'll go back to like the seven, eight percent. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. I think we'll stay about the sixes and then eventually like be in the high fives. But I mean, even right now with it being like November, December, like it's going to be even slower than usual. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. I'm hoping January things will start to pick up and then summer, you know, it'll be better. And then I hope they lower interest rates. Yeah. So what deals are you doing now? I saw you're novations. buying like well, novations. Well, okay. So yeah. So I'm doing novations. Um, we're doing, I'm buying as many units as possible um, just to offset my income and try to do cost segs. Um, it's definitely transitioning into buying like multifamily has had its own challenges. So for those listening, like if you're buying old apartments, check the sewer line. There you go. I, I saved you 30 grand, mm -hmm. 30 grand. That's a 30 grand lesson right there. Wow. Check the sewer line. Don't believe the seller. They're like, oh, it's good. I mean, yeah, Never it's all good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's good. Oh, no. And then guaranteed a year into owning a house older than 1970s. If the sewer line hasn't been touched, you're going to freaking replace the sewer line, which is going to cost 30K or more, depending if they have to break the concrete inside. So, yeah. So sewer line, I've learned. Don't buy houses in the ghetto. Like, trust me, I freaking you look at the cheap prices and you're like, oh, man, like if I put a Section 8 tenant in here, you know, I'm going to make all this cash flow. No, you're going to get break ins. You're going to get people who don't pay. You're going to get a Section 8 tenant who's going to destroy the house. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your 50K rehab that you just did is now going to have to get redone. Yeah. So just learning a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons. Also, like getting a freaking property manager. Like yeah. I've been trying to like do everything myself mm -hmm. and then I'm so nice and then so emotional at the same time. Like if I like the tenant and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm struggling, I'm like, OK, you know, <laughs> I, I could, you know, you could skip this month and then let's try to pay double next month and then. Never and then, yeah, yeah. So that's those are my <laughs> lessons. Sewer line, don't buy in the ghetto, and get a property manager at least to like rent them out. Yeah, so that's what that's what I've been doing, buying a lot, and also I'm gonna transition to buying out of state uh, because I'm just like, dude, what does it matter if it's here or freaking in Oklahoma? Like, like literally, what is the difference? Yeah. Like. I'm not going to physically be there working on the property anyways. Yeah. So. You got boots on the ground. Yeah. Just come to Houston. We'll do some deals together. Yeah. The, I love Texas, but the property taxes are so high that it just like kills it. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Right now I'm paying like 125 a unit. I think I can get that down to like 50 to 75. That's pretty good. 
Yeah, I hope so. But yeah, so what does your guys' 2023 look like? What are you guys going to, what's the next move? Well, I think we tried to grow faster, Mm -hmm. like not really organically. I think we try to force it a little bit. Yeah. So um, talking about struggles, we hired like five or six sales guys. Yeah. Didn't really have an interview process, not really like a good onboarding process and stuff. We just kind of threw them in there. Yeah. And, you know, we thought more people, more deals. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. But it doesn't really work like that. No. And culture is super important. Mm -hmm. We had some people that just kind of killed that for us for like two, three months. Really? Yeah. And then... uh, we Every had a lot of go. matters, you know, every single. Of course. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So that was at the same time, the interest rates went up. So it was a tough, like two, three months. Yeah. Um, I guess July to October. Yeah. But um, what we're going to do now or what I'm going to do is kind of take a step back, go mm-hmm. back into acquisitions. Yeah. Try to get more deals mm-hmm. so we can, you know, be more consistent yeah it's been super inconsistent in the past six months and yeah it's not fun yeah 